Hello and welcome to the Ski Racing Podcast with me, Ed Drake. Joining me this week is Scott McBain, former member of the British Development Ski Team turned coach. On this episode, we'll start by looking back at the action from last weekend. Firstly, with the women's speed events from a stunning Lake Louise, as well as the action from Beaver Creek where the men raced downhill Super G and Giant Slalom in a packed schedule before taking a look at the World Cups coming up this weekend. The women are in action in Samaritz, Switzerland, where they'll be competing in Super G as well as Parallel Slalom. And the men are competing in Val d'Isere on the infamous Fast de Belvard with Giant Slalom on Saturday, followed by Slalom on Sunday. Scott, thanks for joining me. What an amazing start to the World Cup season so far. What has been your highlight? Hi Ed, how are you doing? Thank you very much for inviting me along. Delighted to be here. Highlights for me has got to be big Stefan Lewis coming back in off the amazing, back of that. Right? Unbelievable. Coming in off the back of that ACL injury last year in Alta Badia, and it's less than a year. I can't less believe that the ACL injuries put people out for seasons. Not, not, you know, not less than 12 months. I think it's absolutely incredible and credit to his surgeons and his you know, physio team, how hard he's trained. That's it. Credit, credit to them, credit to the surgeons. It's amazing what they can do these oh, days. It's eh? it's, and then to come back, and we'll talk about it a little later on, but he mm. absolutely smashed Oh, scheme was unbelievable. Yeah. It was absolutely, absolutely top, top drawer stuff. Just as, as, as I remember, his, his very, very best performances. Let's uh, start by looking at the women's downhills from oh. Lake Louise with uh, Nicole Schmidhofer taking the double. The Were you surprised there, Ed? I was, I was <laughs> a little bit surprised, but um, I was chatting with Graham Bell on the last episode. He, he's not surprised. He, he said that she'd mm. been skiing really well. and I spoke about earlier in the season how the Austrians have, have, haven't been the power team that they used to be, Aye. but on the speed side, they have. Look at, you know, Schmidhofer taking the double... You had uh, an Austrian in fourth. You had Austrians you know, peppering the top ten. Aye, so, they tend to, 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 to fill the top ten, don't they? Yeah, so they, I mean, they skied really well. And, and I think Michelle Gissin taking second and then third. Like, she's sticking her hand in the air for a World Cup globe, isn't she? Aye, definitely putting her hand up. And uh, she's she's normally there or thereabouts for that as well. But what what's particularly um, surprising for me is that these youngsters... Schmidhofer. It normally takes. A, I don't have to tell you. It normally takes a wee bit of time to build up the the knowledge of these courses and the in the speed events. I think yeah, you're you're totally right. We again touched on it in the last episode that you haven't got these established races. You've got Von missing. You have yeah. Lara Gut not not firing on all cylinders just yet. You haven't got these established stars. Uh, Vireiter not at the races properly just right. yet. I mean, she was at the race, sorry, but she's not you know, at the, the proverbial not races. Firing yeah, she's not firing all cylinders. So, she, you know, these guys aren't taking the it, taking it forward. So it's left to the young guys to come up. But you've got people like Ilka Stuhetz coming back from injury. We talked about injury just a minute ago. She's coming back from her ACL injury and I right. think sixth after she, because she was dominating speed, wasn't she, before before her injury? That's right, and I'll tell you something else that I noted was that the track, the track in Lake Louise, it was a wee bit jittery, you know? You had all the men's events there the weekend before, that's so, you it. know, the, the ice hadn't got a chance to recover, so, the, so right. the women were battling down. So that's that's a particularly impressive impressive result. I couldn't agree more. And then, um, and Michaela Schiffram, oh. we have to talk about her. Ninth Aye. in the first downhill, then fourth in the second... And then obviously took the Super G gold. But she's won in downhill before in Lake Louise last year. She's now won in Super G, her first Super G win and World Cup. And obviously we know her for her tech abilities. Do you think we're going to see more of her? Why haven't we seen more of her on podium? She's obviously got the skill set. Well, I mean, you're obviously trying to, as as the American ski team, you're obviously trying to protect your your tech skier there. She's winning slalom like, like nobody's business. 
Um, getting good results in GS2, but like you said, the speed the speed events, like she, she won the downhill last year. Um, she she's taken her, her first Super G win there, and it's it's like they're just doing me baby steps towards the, the speed events. You she's know? already winning the overall globe for the women. Yeah, so without the speed events. Without the, so does yeah. she need to? Does she want to take the? I, mean, I think so. I think she needs to get set about it, and I think the the, the US ski team and our coaches have got to let her, you know, bite off a wee bit more when it comes to the the. I say the scarier downhills, yeah. you know, the the big European downhills, maybe maybe Cortina. I'd like to see her put in a wee result in Cortina. There's a big track in Cortina. Uh, yeah, 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 we yeah. want to see whether they whether they stick her in for the for the more challenging. I think so, but she's like a fine wine. She's just getting better with age, isn't she? You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So she took the gold in Super G. Ragan Hill, Movenkul second, and Victoria Rovensberg managing to take that last step on the podium. So yeah, the Super G went, I guess, a little bit more to form. More like the form book, eh? Yeah, Movenkul's been skiing incredibly well for a long time, and I think she's. She must have more second places than uh, than Aye. than anybody else. She has some Olympic games, didn't she? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. With uh, uh, chatting about Olympic games, Esther Ledetsky was racing. Oh, I Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> yeah, uh, didn't find that form necessarily. She was ninth in the second downhill, and uh, unfortunately for her, twenty seventh in the super G. So unable yeah. to tap back into that into that form. But Aye, I think so. Get a, get a wee bit sandier. You yeah. Know? Like like that like that Olympic Super G run that was phenomenal. Yes. I mean, hats off. Okay, let's let's uh, start talking about the men over in Beaver Creek in the United States. Beat Foyts, true to form, took yeah. the uh, downhill win. Mario Caviatzel, who's he's not come from nowhere because he's been yeah. around, but he's had a cracking summer. He took second in the downhill, second in the Super G. He's he's absolutely flying. Axel Svindal was third in the downhill, yeah. eight hundredths off the win. That shows how tight men's That's speed right. racing is at the moment. Yeah, and no, I mean if you if you if you watch uh, Lake Louise there, big uh, big Foyts and Svindal, it was a, maybe a wee tad disappointing, you know, so it's good to see them getting the result the following week, um, on the Birds of Prey. And your man there. Caviezel. Caviezel, aye. It's good to see another Swiss boy getting in there and kind of filling the boots of, of the legends. You know, you kind of lost your defagos and you've lost your cushies. It's good to see them getting back in there and filling the podium again, you know? And I think especially with downhill, as we've spoken before, is one of those that the tracks don't really change. So so the more established races have had more cracks at the track. That's so right, aye. It's good to see that some of the younger guys... Like we're seeing in. in the women's side. Yeah, exactly well. the same. Uh, but the downhill was marred a little bit by Thomas Dressen Aye. doing his ACL when in quite a, a sort of weird, small, slightly crack. unusual fashion. Yeah. Eh? So he's uh, out for the season. He's my he was my tip for quite a few races already this year. Yeah. He skied so well last year, and Absolutely. actually he was he was skiing quite well in that downhill before. He was skiing well. Yep, it's just a bit of an awkward one, wasn't it? Yeah, and then just, hitting the nets quite hard. Oh, he slammed into yeah. those nets. Absolutely slammed in. Super G, oh Max my. Franz took another win. Mario Cariatzel again in second. And Svindal, yeah. Dominic Paris and Alexander Olmot <laughs> Kilda. What are the odds? <laughs> we'll need to get a wee phone in from some of the mathematicians out there to tell us what the odds yeah, were for well, that. Unbelievable. How long's that track, Ed? But I had to double take. Um, I, I was reading up the... The, um, the match report on that one and I just could not believe I, I saw the, I saw the picture of the podium looked like a house party <laughs> <laughs> the uh, course length is 2,070 metres so 2k two 2k's Jesus goodness me so, uh, couldn't they separate them no it was, it was wicked mm. and um, they, had, they had a bit of trouble with the weather didn't they over the weekend for the men yeah and that yeah. blizzard coming in and out so I think a few guys will be a bit miffed that maybe they didn't get 
they didn't get the run of the weather potentially yeah. they had to shorten the downhill start so we, we weren't treated to the full length downhill which actually yeah. considering that you're starting up at three and a half thousand meters might yeah. have done the athletes a little bit of a favor but, but as, as you can see from the results you know it's, it's what you'd expect it's proper racing exactly still, aye. and then let's move on to the giant slalom oh my favorite with your with your, <laughs> with your main man stefan Lutz. Hey, stefan oh aye. i've been watching him for a wee while now and i just think the technique I mean, when you talk about your top three, your top four, your Hirschers, your Christophersons, I feel like Stefan's been a wee bit underrated in terms of just because the results haven't quite been as significant as the other as the other sort of big guns. But he's just he's just sort of a bit of a dark horse, and he's crept in there, and it's his skiing, his technique. That's what's getting him these phenomenal results. Yeah, and he managed to get one over on Marcel Hirscher, which Aye. is incredibly tough to do. No bad thing. Not bad, especially. Can't have it all knee. your own way. No, you can't. <laughs> and then Thomas uh, Tumler, fastest second run, Aye. moved up from 21st after run one. His previous best was in Beaver Creek and was 26th place, but he has been uh, eighth in World Cup Super G. Yeah. But. Oh, it's a start number. Was it 48, 49 or yeah, something like that? Christmas came early, didn't oh, it, for him? Unbelievable. Wee Christmas bonus yeah, for him. Yeah, we, <laughs> some, I bet his family will be getting a few nice... more presents <laughs> under the tree this year. A nice few extra yeah. presents. And then, yeah, and Christopherson had to not be on the podium. Yeah, and I, I think while, that, was yes. a, that, that was a wee bit of hard cheddar for Christopherson because uh, his first run was exceptional. Absolutely exceptional. I think even though he's, he's, he's down there in fourth place, I do believe he, he has improved. I do believe that having watched the first run, I thought he was absolutely magnificent. And I think we'll be seeing him bounce back from that, certainly. I mean, it's nice to see that it's not just Marcel Hirscher and Henrik Gustafsson battling it out. All the time, yeah. Because it's, we talked about the downhill and the speed events, how there's 15 guys that could win. Yeah. And normally, in giant slalom and slalom, you have your, you know, your who's going to get third place as yeah. opposed to who's going to take the win which is I think you know Stefan getting up there obviously taking that win and Thomas Tumler Aye. getting that podium and then there's a lot of other good skiing going on so it's nice to see that Hirscher and Christopherson are going to have to battle outside of just their little duo it's good you know and then it's not just that, that that top four there it's um it's all around the top 10 now um you, you, you mentioned um Jean Day you know you mentioned the French boys all skiing very fast even uh, old mate Ted you know he was in, a, in, in about the top 15 in this race so it's it's very competitive. I think it was good that you came on to Ted. We t- talked about Ted. When they changed the skis onto those monster 195, 35-metre turning radius, and he was the first to master how to actually turn those skis. Yeah. And I feel like watching it at the weekend, and they talked about it on in commentary, I think Finley Mickle touched on it right. in commentary, and he said that how Ted came up with this mega hip angle to get those skis it's unbelievable. to turn. Unbelievable. But now that the, now that we've moved back away from those that, that turn radius and that shape, we've moved on to something that comes around a little bit quicker yeah. or a lot quicker. And and I, after Finley had said that, I was then watching Ted with his hips and he still chucks that hip massively right. in. Yeah. And he really loses that first third, first quarter of the turn because right. he moves that hip so early in that he doesn't have that perch, he doesn't have that build-up of speed, and the, that opening part of a giant slalom turn yeah. is so crucial. And I feel like maybe with this, the technique that he had to adopt to become the legend, the that, legend he is, that he is yeah. on those on those monster skis, is now working slightly against him. Against him, I, I I would have to agree. I watch him. I watch Ted. I'm a huge fan of Ted, but you do see that top thirds lacking pressure a wee bit, you know. And you and and 
more often than not now you'll see one or two times in the run where the, the ski almost goes off the ground yeah and, and, and we're coming into the fall and and he's unable to then release the ski as, as fast as some of these other boys, you know, and it's just bleeding him time. But hopefully Ted can um, can get back over the ski up there. And yeah, well, I mean, he adapted quickly for the, right, for, yeah. to, to go the long, to the longer ski, so hopefully he can adapt to get back to the, the, the shorter ski the, and the, the easier to turn ski. So I'd like to see him back in amongst it. Man. But he's got the wee boy now, you know, he's got that to occupy him as well. <laughs> <laughs> tricky to tricky uh, to be on the tour. Absolutely, it's a long tour, especially for the North Americans. It's, yeah, they spend a lot of time in Europe, so that's that's bound to have an effect. Right, this coming weekend, Oft. we've got <laughs> another Super G for the women in Samaritz, yep. and then a parallel slalom. And Super G, are we going to see another Schifrin win? Oh, a win! Oh, I don't know about a win. I mean. Possibly. I mean, you'd, you'd be daft to bet against her. Let's let's put it that way. Um, San Moritz, for me, is a lot of terrain. A it's lot very rolling. Of terrain. It's very, very rolly. So it's going to be about keeping the clean ski, but getting that right as well. I think there's a lot more to it. I think... Uh, I've just got a wee outside feeling that, that, that Lara might, um, might make a wee comeback this weekend. I've just got a wee inkling about snow. that. Maybe. Home snow's gonna home snow, yeah. She's she's she tends to be quite strong there, so so we might see something there too. It'd be nice to see. It'd be nice to see some of the old Lara Goop form. That's right. Yeah, it would be because she was you know she was the only person to be challenging Von for a good couple of seasons. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see some of that fire, some of that you know real aggression and uh, and skill set to come back. But yeah, I think that that you're right about that track. It's there's a lot of terrain. Yes. It's really it's rolly. It's good jumps in there beautiful track. as well so I, I think Michelle Gissin's going to be doing I think she's going to step tip? up yeah Top I'm going to say the bookies there yeah I'm going <laughs> to say Gissin but again and a fight might do something you know for the Austrians yeah. and that and is, is on the way back as well she is as well and you, you touched on on Vaith there I feel like uh there's um, some strong skiing in the last round. I, I think she's she's due a, a big result. Do you know that? I just feel like that that, that injury is looking a lot stronger than it was. Um, so aye, there could be something in the in the pipeline there too. The parallel slalom. Aye. So the first parallel slalom for the women of the year. Michaela Schifrin took the win aye. there last year in Korshva, which is the last time the the women raced it. Vlahova was second, mm. and Cortoni was in third. Now that's the form of last year, that's a year yeah. ago, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing these head-to-heads. I think it's a great addition to the World Cup calendar. Yeah, I mean, I'd, personally, I, I can't see round another Schifrin win, to be honest with you. But every now and then when you watch these, these parallel events, you do see, you see someone you don't really quite recognise the name, you know. It does level the playing field slightly, and you've got to get your good start, and you, you know, there's a wee bit of that head-to-head pressure, and it, you know, if you've raced dry stop, you know plenty yeah, of that. Oh yeah. So so yeah, I mean looking forward to that one, but I'm I'm gonna have to say Schifrin on that one, you know. She's so strong and yeah, she's unbelievable. Yeah, I, Doesn't put a ski wrong. I think she, I think it's gotta be a Schifrin win. I hope that it's there's a battle. I hope there's a proper yeah, battle. We shake up. Whether it's Tessa Worley, could she do something? I, I mean, I know that she's not necessarily a slalom skier, but like a, you know, she's you see her more as a giant slalom skier. But she's got some good skills. Mowing. Wonder if uh, young Bernadette Shield will be involved. Yeah, well, she had a crack in second round, didn't she? Yeah, unbelievable. Slalom already this year, so maybe she's going to step up. The Austrians yeah. now have got a good group. We're used to seeing them again, peppering the top ten, not necessarily the podium, but they they're on a bit of a high after That's a right, good yeah. couple of tech events. So. 
Definitely. Who knows? I think it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing some proper, proper fighting from the uh, girls. Some real reason. Aye. And finally, the men are in Val d'Isère on the Fast oh, de Belvard. The Fast. So they're going to race GS first. Oofed. And then slalom. But the, that piece is something else, that isn't pitch. it? That pitch. That pitch is something something else. I've, I've, I was in Val d'Isère for a season, Ed, and um, I used to used to ski over from team in the morning to this uh, down, down to the bottom of the lift there and. I mean, it quote it gets the blood flowing, doesn't it? Skiing there. Yeah, <laughs> I raced. I raced uh, world champs there and wow. did downhill super G combined, and uh, it was. What was it you said to me before the program? Uh, it's like I don't see the fast of Elvard as being a piece where we will see the best skier necessarily. I feel like we're going to see the person who makes the least amount of mistakes because it's so brutal. It's a physical slope, right? Enough. It's steep, it's icy, there's fall yeah. away, there's rolls, and it's always injected to within an inch of its life. The yeah. piece is incredibly, incredibly icy. But you, try and, you watch people try and ski down there after the World, the World Cup leaves time. You know, you get yourself some good entertainment value. <laughs> Is that where we're going to sit and start making some, I think so. make some uh, YouTube money? Yeah, get a wee beer and just sit out there and watch. And you know, you, you've already touched on the French lads. I, I think Pantero. He's so strong technically. He's an absolute athlete. He's so strong technically. You're talking about Ligeti's, the top of Ligeti's turn. Pantero has got to be one of the best, I well, think. He's, and he's going to be looking to make amends. That's it, yeah. For the, for the last weekend because he didn't have his best weekend so yeah maybe Panther again home's no advantage yeah cat amongst think, the pigeons there I don't know he's still going to see Hirsch is still going to smash and, it and Christopherson and Christopherson like you say is absolutely knifing turns again whether we'll see Tumler there you know his confidence is going to be sky high yeah. who knows and the bid number's going to be a wee bit yeah, lower it's not going to be 48 anymore <laughs> it's not going to be 48 <laughs> uh, so I think we're in for a, in for a treat oh, down there I'll be if nothing in. else just because it'll be uh, edge of your seat stuff Definitely. And then on to the slalom. Yeah, well, it's got to be Dave riding for the win. Dave yeah. riding for the win. It's got to be. I'm not sure. <laughs> this is what I did last time somebody said <laughs> yeah. Dave riding for the win. Um, I think Dave actually said to me earlier that it's, it's not his favourite. It is not. It's not Historically, if you, look, if you look at the form book, it's not been his favourite. It's slope. not his favourite piece. But yeah. who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Slalom's fine margins. But again, Absolutely. you're going to look at Hirscher, you're going to look at Christofferson, but let's yeah. let's put let's put those two to the side. Let's look at somebody else that's going to be there or thereabouts. Do you? Th I think you know, like you spoke about the friends, Mufa Jonde, Jonde, aye, and uh, Clement Noel. They both skied incredibly well in Levy, but yep. just both came a cropper right at the very bottom. So yep. they were skiing very very well before making a mistake. Aye. So those boys have yeah. got to be riding a crest, and hopefully that they can. Well, you say Jonde, it's his hometown, so. I mean, he's literally his hometown, born and raised in uh, Val d'Isère. So it's got to be, um, it's gotta, he's got to fancy it. He's got to be stood in that start gate feeling pretty good about himself. So I, I think you could... <laughs> what about, what about Andre Mura? You know, big fella, big strong lad down there with that, with those conditions. To deal with the physical side of it, um, I think that could be a good shout as well. Basically MD, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's open. It's an open one. Well, that's why. That, is, is that not why the bookies make lots of money? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'm not sure if we'll see Neureuter after he broke his hand. No, that's right, yeah. So yeah, I, I did see that. I'm not sure if he, I think he's going to leave that call quite late. It might be one late. too early for him, eh? Because, yeah. you know, breaking hand, broken hand after you're then going to try and smack some slalom gates. No, be. I think so. He's got to nurse that one. It's going to be quite tricky. But Dave... He's looking to still make some improvements on the new skis. He's still finding his feet. 
on the new equipment. He's, we were talking about it before we came on the show. He's a master tactician. His technique is top draw. Yeah. And I think the weather's not supposed to be great, so I hope that Dave is able to park that and really go yeah. out and drive and fight. You could probably count one hand the number of mistakes he makes a season. Yeah. Um, and that's got to stand you in good stead on a slope like that, you know, and, and your tactics. In and out of the combinations, the combinations are so tight. Yeah. You know, and you see his position, he's in such good shape coming in and out every time through delays. Solid. Solid, absolutely rock solid. So that, and you know, if the weather's no great, like some of the, some of the boys that are pushing a wee bit, the mistakes, the mistakes. Yeah, yeah, the, it, yeah like I said, the yeah. piece that we're going to see mistakes. And yeah. like I said at the beginning of the, of the programme, is it going to be a race of the person who makes the least mistakes is going to, you know, is going to find themselves... You hope well. not, but sometimes it can be. Yeah. yeah. But um, also, Laurie Taylor... Why? He's getting himself another World Cup start, so not an easy place to try and come from outside the 30 to find yourself a second run. It's not. But um, by all accounts, training is going really well. That boy well can turn a ski. And I was um, caught up with, with, with Jai Guy. We were, we were talking about um, young Laurie and absolutely spectacular. And uh, if you watch the training videos from Sasfe in the summer, oh my goodness, absolutely wonderful, phenomenal. The positions that boy gets into incredible yeah and he, really, and he really rips a turn he really yeah. pushes Dave all the way he does he pushes it he pushes him which constantly. is nice and Dave's not a solo man on a solo yeah. program anymore yeah exactly that's something that's a very good point actually he's got this he's got this young boy nipping at his heels now and that's only going to improve him as well okay all right Scott so we've got time for thanks for joining me mm-hmm. great to have you on oh, the it's show been a pleasure an absolute pleasure and uh, all that's left to do is for the, the guys to pull on their race bibs and and uh, and let's see let's see what happens predictions come true go on Dave I'm on the riding. <laughs> <laughs>